Hello. This is D at Black Girls Do Everything. And this is our Pride Month episode, which was supposed to publish on the last day of Pride Month. And for whatever technical reason, it didn't. So we're just going to do this thing again. Happy Pride Month to all of you who celebrate. And those of you who don't celebrate and don't even understand why we're celebrating, well, stay here for a little bit and maybe you'll learn something. When I was a kid and I was in uh, elementary school, late elementary school, so there was a girl that I went to school with that I was friends with. And quite frankly, I don't know what race she was. I think she was white, but that was a long time ago, and I don't really remember. But she was thick like me, and we were each other's friends. I kind of kept to myself. She kind of kept to herself. So we ended up gravitating to one another. And she got picked on, and she used to fight a lot. Those are the two things I admired about her, that she could stand up for herself. I think I had one fight through all elementary, junior high school, and high school. And it was that same year, as a matter of fact, which is prior to uh, seventh and eighth grade middle school. So um, for some reason, I think her first name was my middle name. And that may be the first conversation that we ever had. But I always knew that there was something different about her. But as a child and not having any awareness of sexuality or gender or any of those issues, I didn't know what it was. And it wasn't until probably when I was in high school. I remember having some kind of conversation with my mom who was a nurse. My mother had her doctorate. And she briefly talked to me about something, and I I don't even remember what it was. But I know that we had an in-depth conversation, late junior high, high school, about her. She moved to another school. Her parents moved her to another school. Because my mother was a nurse, and she did a lot of labor and delivery in the beginning of her career, a lot of the children I encountered in various places, uh, my mother had actually helped to deliver. And she was one of those children. And so there were certain things about her that I admired, but made her different from the rest of the girls. And one of them was her strength. She was extremely strong. And she matured. She went through puberty before the rest of us did. And certain differences in her became apparent through that process. But still, like I say, as a child, who knew what was going on? I had no clue. And when my mother schooled me on what was going on so that I would have an understanding and be compassionate for her journey... I'm just telling you, this was, oh man, this was in the late 60s. 
and it didn't scare me. It didn't make me feel any differently about her. It didn't change our friendship. It just made me realize that we all go through something. And, you know, today we call it ride or die. And those decisions one has to make in regards to the people in our tribe. So back then, the word was called hermaphrodite or hermaphroditism. And today you will hear more terms like intersex or middle sex. Um, If you want to read a book about it, middle sex is an excellent, excellent book. Because so many of us hear a little bit of this and hear a little bit of that. And we put it together as knowledge and fact and information. And then we pass it along to somebody else. And then because they respect our word, they pass it along. And it's all BS. It's, it, it's not based in fact. There's no legitimacy to it. Um, you hear so many things that are just not true and not correct. And there are so many issues that shouldn't even be issues. Um, Not having a transgender person, not wanting them to use the bathroom, a female who lives her life as a female, not wanting her to have access to the female bathroom is just absolutely bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. It's like all these changes they're trying to make to voting regulations when there is no evidence of voter fraud. And any voter fraud that has been dealt with in the last 20 years have been minor incidents that make it less than 1%. And when something is less than 1%, that's like saying it doesn't exist. So where people got this notion that it's dangerous to have a transgender female in the bathroom with women, I have no clue where that came from. Though it is a good thing that we now have family bathrooms. I'm just going to put that little bit in there. It's it's just people make up this stuff. Gay people are pedophiles. Um, I, I don't know about that. I really don't. Because then you're saying a whole lot about the Catholic Church that Catholic folks wouldn't be happy to hear. So with a topic that's real and exists but no your sexuality who you sleep with and who you love and the gender that you were assigned at birth they don't really correspond to the tendency for you to be a pedophile and that is something you can google to get some real facts you know, go to a real Google site. Don't go to, you know, you know what I mean. So what is Pride Month? Why do we have Pride Month? Why is Pride Month even necessary? Well, just like with Black History Month and Women's History Month, Pride Month, Pride is a 365-day thing, 24-7. But because people get abused and neglected in their history get stolen and and bastardized and 
corrupted. It has become a tradition in North America, because I have to speak to the United States, to celebrate the things that should be celebrated naturally, but aren't celebrated. And black history, women's history, black uh, music, and pride. There are just so many of them. There's a lupus awareness in May to educate people, to take the opportunity to take 30 or 31 days and put out facts and education so that the ignorance and the bullying and the barrage of bullshit just stops. So we have a month to teach and things are still not what they should be or where they should be. But it's an attempt. And it's an important attempt. And it's a period of time that allows you, as the person who doesn't know, to ask questions and look up things because it seems like there's more information at the forefront during those specific months. So that you can love your child no matter what, or your brother, or your sister, or your neighbor. You can show them respect. You can treat them with dignity. You can mind your own business. I have heard some absolutely disgusting conversations. And the person knows that, at least one of the people in the conversation knows that I am respectful of everyone as best that I could be. But I hate to hear ignorance out of people's mouths. I hate to hear these things that people have just made up and now are spouted as fact. And when I learned that what I learned previously is no longer correct, I prefer to really look it up, research it, speak to someone who can give me proper information so that I educate myself and bring myself out of that state of ignorance, that state of hurtfulness, that state of saying things that are inappropriate. There's terminology that we use that changes, just like there were Negroes and colored folks, and then people wanted to be black folks, and then folks want to be African-American. The times change. The people and the culture decide what the terminology should be. So if someone says that saying someone is tranny is inappropriate and you're not transgender, then you need to step back and be respectful. Everyone is worthy of being treated respectfully until they're not. And how we speak and how we justify cruelty and ignorance and and it becomes systemic 
and it's ugly and it's hurtful and transgender teens are killing themselves bullying online to anyone who is different teens and young people eight nine ten years old taking their lives this is not harmless just because you don't know that child if you're a human being all you have to do is think about that parent of an eight or nine year old kid who's killed themselves because they think they're transgender they feel like they're born in the wrong body and of course there's going to be a whole school of people who are like that's not possible stop catering to your kids that wasn't out there before i live in and sort of belong to i guess i'd have to say a religious community that speaks that way which makes me step away from them and really kind of look at things to say that dogma and doctrine are not what my spirituality is about you know you have to make that determination for yourself there's old testament and there's new testament and people take the old testament and bang other people upside the head with it but christ came in the new testament and if you're a christian and you believe that if you believe that he died on a cross for your sins that he died to cleanse the world of sin and his teaching and practice was about love love for those with less love the least because those were his they belong to him if you believe that with all that you are then hatred of someone should not be a part of who you are and abusing them and treating them badly should not be a part of who you are okay i'm going to take a few minutes and i will be right back Hey, it's Dee at Black Girls Do Everything, and I'm back. Still speaking about pride. This is a changing and evolving podcast. We have been looking to find what would be of the most value to the women of color out there and women in general. So we're really going to focus on self-care, self-esteem, mental health, health issues, to really kind of zero in and give as much factual information about those things as we can. And dispersed within that conversation, within those conversations, will also be issues like pride and black history, and women's history, and musical history, and American history. And some of it you're going to agree with, and some of it you're not going to agree with. And some of it you'll like, and some of it you won't. But we will always try to bring correct information. The other thing that we're going to disperse is occasionally dropping and a podcast episode devoted to discussing a an issue 
And that can be a book. It could look like a trial. It could look like a lot of different things. And um, Derek Chauvin was uh, given 22 and a half months, 22 and a half years last month. And let's talk about that in the next podcast. Yesterday, Bill Cosby was released. A higher court, I believe in Pennsylvania, overturned his conviction. The man is 80-something years old, and there are a lot of people out there who have a lot of opinions about it, including me. And this is my place and opportunity to share my opinions about those things. So we will have some current event podcasts, and we will make it clear that that's what it is. So if you're just here for self-care and awareness and to build yourself up and you're not really interested in that historical perspective and what happened in the news and that, you'll it'll be clear in the title and so you'll know. I have listened to a few stories about about cases that pertain to our community that I want to share. I did Breonna Taylor and I'm going to talk a little bit about George Floyd and Derek Chauvin in the next podcast because it changed history. The murder of this man, those nine minutes and 30 seconds changed the world, not just the United States. And so that's something that I want to touch on. And since I'm, I'm telling you this now, because I would love for you to, uh, on this app, I'm on Anchor. This podcast comes out on 10 other platforms, but you can contact me through Anchor, the Anchor app, if that's what you're listening to this on, with questions, with information, with topics, with suggestions. And also, we have a Facebook group called Black Girls Do Everything. And you can also leave me messages there. And on Saturdays and Sundays, and if it's a long holiday weekend like this one coming up, every day you can post your Black-owned business on there. Um, I usually say female, Black-owned, but we are a community and we support one another. So you can uh, put your links in the same thread and so that we can support within our community. So we were just talking about pride and the the conclusion of my story with my classmate was that my mother informed me that her parents got to decide when she was born, which sex she would be, that she would grow up as a woman. And as she went into puberty during our friendship, she had more aspects of the male gender. Facial hair, voice deepened. Like I said, I was always impressed because she was so strong. When people would mess with her, she probably never lost a fight. And I just, she was just a human being. She was just another person. She was just a classmate and my friend. And when you look at people and you're, 
deciding to treat them differently or be disrespectful to them, you need to remember that. That's somebody's child, somebody's sister, somebody's brother, somebody's uncle, somebody's aunt. And if they are not being disrespectful to you, and let's be clear, them existing does not make them disrespectful to you. And let me also, because you know now from this podcast that I am a Christian, let me also be very clear that God does not make mistakes. And if you believe that and you know that, no matter what name you call him by, then stop treating people like they are mistakes. Things happen when in utero, when babies are forming that just change the dynamics of what we consider to be the way things are supposed to be. And when I watched the show called Jazz, I don't know if it was on Discovery, and her parents were talking about it, two, three, four, she knew this little boy that this woman gave birth to knew that he was a girl. So today, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, that's, uh, I'm not even going to say the term that I use, but my friends know what I just said in my head. Anyway, that um, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what happened to that egg. You don't know what happened when that sperm and that egg got together. You don't know the history on both sides of the family, on the male side and on the females, on the feminine side, that could have caused something to happen. Because I've had a lot of male gay friends over the years, and 90% of them say they were always gay, that they always knew they were gay. That at two and three years of age, they knew they were gay. So your old time thinking, your old time misinformation should not allow you, do not allow it to make you be cruel, say ignorant things, treat people badly when you shouldn't. Just mind your business. Yeah, yes, my church doctrine does not believe in that. And if any of my friends from church are listening, then, you know, if if you want it not to be real, this is not the podcast for you to come and listen to. Because we about the real here. And the reality is that some people are born differently. And in these years that we're now learning about this surgery that people will undertake, in my head... Okay, I need a breast reduction because my back has been hurting for 20 years and I'm terrified. The reason I haven't had it done yet is because I'm terrified. I'm terrified of the pain. I'm terrified that something can go wrong. Now they got shows like Botch that show me that. If a person feels with all that they are and they've been to the psychiatrist and the medical doctors and they've done this and they've done that and they feel that this is their truth. Who am I to say anything else? In the end, if you truly believe, if you're a spiritual person and you believe that you have a creator, then their journey and their life and their business is between them and their creator. And if you are ignorant enough to think 
that maybe so-and-so is gay because so-and-so is, then you really need to do some reading and educate yourself, okay? It, just like my brown skin is not going to rub off on your weight, that's not going to rub off on you either. And you need to learn that and you need to be schooled to that so that you are not also bringing up ignorant people into this world filled with more hatred and a lack of understanding and a lack of empathy for other people. We have too many people out there who have no empathy for other people. If it's different from them, then they hate it. And that's our Latinx community right now. That is our Filipino community. That is our indigenous community. That is our Asian, I'm sorry, community that are all suffering and being killed and beaten because of ignorance and stupidity. And that's what Pride Month is about for me. To educate you on the fact that, yes, you are only one person maybe, but you have a family and you have friends and you have connections and maybe you work somewhere and maybe you go to church somewhere and maybe you play ball somewhere, maybe you exercise somewhere and you are an influencer within your community and you might not even know it. And standing silent when people are being ignorant makes you part of the problem. If you're not fighting a good fight, then you're fighting against it. And if this whole thing about the Karens has not brought that out, if watching that video of Derek Chauvin and George Floyd did not touch you to the core, the inner core of your being, then you got you you have things that need to be worked on. You have some adjustments that you need to make. If you hate people for no reason, if you hate people because they're brown and you're not, if you hate people because they speak another language and you don't, this where I am is the Americas. The only people whose land this is are my indigenous brothers and sisters. Okay? When I went to school, when I went to elementary, junior high, and high school, we read doctored textbooks. They still exist. I grew up in New York. They talked about when the continents were all together, and then there was this great shift, and the continents separated into the seven continents. They wanted to tell us that my people walked from Europe over here that there were white people here before they were indigenous people. That's the kind of mess I read in school. Parents, you need to be reading what your children are reading about history. Do you know that slaves were not brought here from Africa? Do you know that human beings were trapped and caged and sold and brought here and enslaved That's where slave comes from, enslaved. Africans that were living their lives in Africa were not slaves. They didn't come here because they wanted to. They didn't come here on a ship under an uh, indentured servitude contract. I don't care what your child's history teacher has been telling them in school. If you know it's not the truth, then you need to school your children at home. There's no reason for your child to be spitting on, throwing, bullying, 
a, a child who is gay in his class. That's none of his business. That is, has no influence on his learning unless he chooses to allow it to. No, you don't get to use that as an excuse for why your child is acting up because this child is here. Your child is wrong and you need to raise your child better. You need to teach your child better standards and you can only do that when you live that life. You can't talk it and not live it and expect them to do what it is you're telling them to do. As a special education teacher for over 20 years, I'm telling you, your children look at you, see what you do, and then mostly the worst of the things that you do, they most certainly are going to try. So it's up to you to educate yourself. If you know you are ignorant ass as far as this topic is concerned, you need to educate yourself to be a better person. I personally feel like what other people do in their bed, you know, the word says God doesn't look at the marriage bed. Well, guess what? Gay people can get married in in the United States in case you'll miss that. It's legal. So what's going on in their bedroom has nothing to do with you because God said he doesn't look in the marital bed. Okay? Oh, I love it when people come to me. They want to throw scripture at me and tell me about this and tell me about that and tell me about this. And their doctrine is wrong. Their wording is wrong. Where they got it from is wrong. Um, the whole, you, you read, you're spouting a uh, sentence to me when there's three paragraphs before and two after that contradict what you're saying. You're not putting things in context. So I'm putting it in context for you. Pride Month is to educate, to learn, to celebrate, to love, to have empathy for, to try to have an understanding for something you may not understand, for you to mind your business when stuff doesn't have anything to do with you, for you to respect a person enough that when they say, calling me a tranny is, is, is bad, it's like cursing at me, then don't do that. Don't do it in jest. Don't do it in conversation. Because you know what? When I heard your child in school using the N-word, they didn't learn it at school. They learned it at home. They learned hatred and ignorance at home, out of your mouth. Oh, you thought because you and your wife were in the room and you had the door closed that your kids didn't hear you saying dumb, ignorant stuff? You have to work that out of you. As much as we like to say we can't stand the millennials, that shift from that generation forward is going to focus on making this stuff irrelevant. Who you love, how you love, how you live. The only thing that's important is that you're a good person. You look out for other people. You support other people. You work towards helping the least. You help making to make things better. You don't pretend like things that are going on in this world are not going on in this world, in this country. Okay, I'm going to get off my soapbox because you all know a sister could do that. I pray that this finds you well. And if it doesn't, if you're having some self-care issues, If you have a topic that you think is important that we need to talk about, please share that information with me. 
And for the first time, I'm going to do something that I don't do that I'm supposed to do. And that's to tell you to subscribe to this podcast. I have never asked you guys to do that before. But the amount of people that contact me, that talk to me, that tell me don't give up, (laughs) no matter how slow this is about coming out, is not represented in the Anchor app. And, you know, it's all about the analytics. That's just how this modern world works. Tell your friends, share it on your Facebook page or wherever else. And please, please stay in touch. Please keep giving me that energy. You guys know I'm working on my my book. And I hope and pray that I can get it out by the end of the year. My first nonfiction Share with me, what are you doing? What is your life dream? What does your bucket list look like? Because we're going to stay on being healthy, having a good mental health, having a good physical health, having good spiritual lives. We're going to keep discussing it every month. And at some point, I'm going to build up from one podcast a month to two and then the three and then to four (laughs) i'm not making any more false promises i'm gonna do my best i'm away from home i have no excuse for why i've been here for over four weeks and have not just tried to figure it out i left my new microphone at home but i'm gonna in my studio i'm gonna work from different places and i'm gonna see what provides me with the best sound quality i apologize you know, there, there are some blurs in here and there will be because I'm not in my studio and at home that um, really has a better sound uh, muffler, I guess you would really call it. So I hope that I was able to share something with you that lit a spark in you to learn, to make you think, to make you talk to your children, to your family, to your acquaintances, to to whomever I apologize I keep touching things and I know that that you can hear that but just just try to be a better person that's all you know that's all the creator asks of us is to for us to be our best that's what we have to aspire to I thank you for sharing this journey with me and as always the opinions expressed on this podcast are that of the owner and there are you have to write me to get permission to share any parts of this there's no recording of the podcast please stay well please stay safe Um, we're still living in the time of covid and you need to be careful wear your mask out in public things seem to got better there and now in the last month new strains are coming out and people are getting sicker again There's a lot of stuff going on. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, and we will. Thank you for coming. Thank you for participating in our journey. And please be well and stay safe.